Hi. It's Adele. And Zoe. And Welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right. Whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele. And Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena, here is our confession, friends and obsession, that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love Friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. So let's kick off talking about the one with the fake moniker in the form of an epidemic, which is the episode in a limerick. Okay has prepared and I'm going to listen to the first time right now. See what you think of this. Okay. Ross says his monkey goodbyes. Joey tries on a new name for size. And by being thrown out of her comfort zone, Monica sees herself through new eyes. Oh, that's so good. That's really good. Thrown and zone are good rhymes. (laughs) So you've got his, says his monkey's goodbyes. Joey tries a new name for size. You've got all three storylines here. Very, very... <laughs> I am so proud. <laughs> and then, yeah, the main one here is about Monica seeing herself through new eyes, which is how you've ended um, your epidemic. And I tried to be awesome. a bit more <clears throat> inferring what the theme is or the point is rather than just descriptive because there's a lot to think, a lot you can extrapolate, I think, from the Monica, fake Monica storyline. So. Okay. The, the, so Monica sees herself through new eyes, you think, mm. is the theme? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I mean, I had to summarise it in those words, yeah. but I think quite a lot about that storyline I'm oh. looking forward to talking about. Oh, well, let's do it then. The one with the fake moniker. Let's remind ourselves then a little bit more about the detail of this episode, the one with the fake moniker. Mm. The IMDb recap is that Monica befriends the woman who stole her credit card. Mm-hmm. Ross is forced to give away Marcel. Joey tries to come up with a less ethnic-sounding stage name. Well, there you go. There is three. Yeah. It's actually a pretty... Factual. Yeah, it's pretty... Comprehensive. Pretty, covers it all. Netflix. When Monica's credit card is stolen, she decides to catch the thief. <laughs> Blatantly oh, untrue. That's 
that's not true. And what about all the rest of it? And she doesn't try to catch her. No, no, no. She's actually, you know, she says at the end, like, just so you know, it wasn't me that, yeah. that actually... And yeah. even the first attempt to connect with her is not to try to entrap her. It's mm-hmm. to see who is this person yeah. who's doing all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely rubbish. rubbish. What, uh, right, so the Netflix recap is rubbish. That doesn't necessarily mean the episode is. Well, what do the people say? No, but they pretty much agree. Right. So on IMDb, this is 23rd of 24 episodes. So it gets the same score. Oh, as... fine. Yeah, I'm like, hang on a minute. I know. We've You're had looking a 23rd at me like, before. That's like... not right. So, I can't wait. Yeah, the one before this, Evil Orthodontist, was 23rd. And isn't that as tricky well. for, I guess, viewers that you've got the two second worst episodes right next to each other so kind of watching these on oh, a weekly yeah. basis yeah it's hit a bit of a, a lull hasn't it although it's funny isn't it because they are they're not you know no it's not the one with the poker and it's not the one with the blackout you know those really super duper ones but they're not that bad <laughs> you know 23rd of 24 awesome episodes is well still yeah it depends on your benchmark doesn't it yeah i just remember tina fey saying about um when she was writing 30 rock um, and she's talking with Jerry Seinfeld yes, and the comedians, and comedians cars, in cars get, get the coffee. And um, they say, you know, you've got the summer yeah. to kind of flesh out the first yeah. ten. She's like, and then the next, uh, the next few, you, then the next few, kind of pull out the bag. Then you start getting really weird for a few, and the final like four are so yeah. hard to write because you're so yeah. out of ideas in twenty four. So maybe there's a little bit, you know, we're hitting the end of the stride now. Yeah, that they're um, they're struggling a little bit. Although, I mean, it's funny actually because. My, I did my scores a while ago, so I'm not rescoring as we're doing these and discussing these. Mm-hmm. And so some of them, I'm looking at them and I'm like, I don't know why I ended up scoring that one low. And this would be an example. So it's 21st of 24 for me. It's quite close to the bottom. Yeah. Um, me too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Are there particular things about it that mean you are pushing it down that table? Or is it just not as good as some of the... Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to talk about my... Um, uh, some of the themes of the things I uh, like in episodes um, from the analysis we've done in the previous ones where you've got one central thing oh, yeah. and everybody's part of that. The yeah. blackout, everybody's yeah. part of that. Yeah. Um, you've got um, the poker, everybody's part of that. Yeah. Marcel getting away, everybody's part of that. So I do like those ones a bit. And here we are back to a pretty standard three very separate storylines. Yeah, that's um, true. And then within those storylines, as we said, sometimes, you know, you've got pass or fail the one with joey tries to come up with a less ethnic sounding stage name that is just like that could have happened any season that could have happened any time yes. it, it doesn't it, it's it's a filler that i see that as a bit of a just we need something for joey and chandler to do and it's mildly amusing but it's not it's not grabbing me in the way that some of the other episodes have the bit though that i never failed to laugh at mm is when he says he needs something that sounds more neutral. And Joe, and Chandler says, how about Joey Switzerland? Switzerland. Yeah, that is funny. That is pretty funny. And Joey, uh, Chandler's face as well when Joey starts contemplating Stalin. <laughs> Stalin, yeah, is yeah, yeah. really something to behold. I know, but then but yeah, these, that, these are like, yeah. you know, it's just Chandler, you know, it's Holden McGroin. Holden McGroin. <laughs> oh, oh, you actually think that's funny? <laughs> it is quite funny. Do you know, uh, in that audition, so we skip right to the end of the episode and to the end of that storyline where the... Um, he is doing his um, Mercutio as well. Can yeah. you ever imagine Joey Tribbiani being Mercutio? I don't know. Um, so he is uh, there auditioning for Mercutio and he's auditioning to some people. Do you know who the people are? Oh. Oh, is it the three oh. writers? 
Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. That just, because I remember Water. there is a man and there is a woman and yeah. that's making me think that could be the three of them. Bright Kaufman Crane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the three of them. Lovely. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. That's very nice. So yeah, okay. So that one's a bit of a throwaway. What about for you then? Why is it not setting your world alight for Amazing Friends episodes? Well, yeah, I don't think the Joey New Name thing is particularly funny. Yeah. In fact, well, I would say I don't actually find any of the storylines that funny. Okay. There is a reason I like the Monica one, the fake Monica one, more than the others. Okay. But it's not that laugh out loud hilarious. Yeah. And the Ross, I just, I'm getting sick of anything with Marcel in it because he just really Well, luckily, yeah, this is the is end it? of him. <gasps> they got rid of him. And well, I think the I mean, actors... he does come back in season two. Yeah. Very briefly. I think the actors felt the same way. Oh, goodness me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know, the whole thing, and like you say, you know, there's no real, it doesn't move you on very much. Uh, there are some moments which I do find um, pretty funny, but yeah, it's just a bit meh, isn't meh. it? So, but I mean, you know, as we keep saying, meh in Friends is a meh zing anywhere else. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that's good. <laughs> so well uh, let's done. start with uh, let's start with Monica then. So she has got this credit card statement through, and it's full of transactions that she didn't do and she's mm-hmm. looking at them like oh which does lead to a funny joke because uh he says who would spend 69 dollars on a wonder mop she's like that's me yeah. some of them are hers but a lot of them aren't hers so yeah. she is the victim of fraud someone's got her credit card and she has a slightly different reaction to that than most people do which is give me my money back she's saying give me my money back but she's also saying hang on a minute she's doing really cool stuff with this yeah and it does make you think doesn't it if you've got a credit card it's then the choices that you make with it. You can do whatever you want. You can make the choices. You can go and buy a mop or you can go and buy some of the things that fake Monica buys. Although I would say, for me, what Monica was fixating on was less the material goods. Yeah. This credit card was being used to have experiences. Yeah, That's, and I couldn't quite remember what fake Monica actually buys with it. Well, she she books classes at the new school. Right, right. Yeah, okay. She buys tickets to plays. That's it, that's it, that's she it. She yeah. does quite a lot of stuff that... There are some things that Monica's looking at and going, that's the kind of thing I'd like to do, but I never do. Yeah. And then there are some things Monica's looking at and going, that's something that never even occurred to me. Yeah. Like buying art supplies and yeah. having a go at being an artist. Yeah, so, you can, so you've got this credit card. You can choose whatever you want to do with it. She buys mops and this other person's getting more out of life, squeezing the zest. This is the fear. Of life. Yeah. Yeah. That this person is living a better life. Yeah. A yeah. more hedonistic yeah. existence. Mm-hmm. So instead of being, you know, just sitting around moping about the fact that someone's nicked her credit card, she thinks, ah, there's a way here I could actually see who on earth is this person yeah. that has almost kind of taken my identity, we would say yeah. today. Yeah. They've taken my identity and they are doing with it things I don't do with mm-hmm. my own identity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Who are they? What do they look like? Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And they head off to her. Head off to the dance class dance that she has booked. She's worked it out and she's there. Wherein lives mm-hmm. my favourite joke of the episode. Oh, It's right. very subtle, mm-hmm. but I just think it's incredibly well-timed and understated. And, t- you know, we was, we've said in some of these other discussions, we like it when we're in on the joke in that, we feel like we know this character really well yeah. and then they'll pick on something about that character and it's like it's extra funny because it touches a chord with them. Mm. So they are in the dance class and they obviously have no idea who 
what they now call fake moniker is. Mm. I don't know what she looks like. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to sort of scout the place and say, right, who could it be? And Monica's like, can you see anyone here who, who could be me? And the teacher of the class comes out and says, after yesterday or after last week's class, there were some people left some empty yoga pots around. Next time, could you put them? And just ever so quietly while she's tying her shoes, the little pause and Rachel goes, she could be you. Yeah, <laughs> and that's really my funny, really funny. Because it's very like just, yeah, character just, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they do the dance class and um, they all... Uh, Struggle. have a different well they all have a different um uh interaction with it phoebe's monica's really struggling she's like i'm not getting it phoebe's like i'm totally getting it because she's just like hippieing out doing egg, some crazy yeah uh windswept dance and then rachel i just love this little moment where rachel just um like yeah. the final eight she just gets it absolutely perfectly yes yeah, brilliant she's like i just tap when they tap and it's it's her all over in it yeah effortlessly eat life is just effortless yeah exactly. just easy it's just exactly. easy things other people struggle with she's like well doesn't have to fight the stuff tap when they tap like yeah. yeah yeah so then she actually does find this monica and she has to then say what's your name and she's like manana and then that starts the whole the one with the faint monica is there and then monica has to be called manana yeah the whole episode yeah manana banana and fake monica kind of sweeps them up into her spirited yeah way of life yeah explaining this in what we think is going to be quite a profound impact of a film, uh, The Dead Poet Society. Okay, yeah. But where she actually says that film was so boring, uh, I thought, yeah. those two hours of my life I've yeah. just wasted, yeah. so I won't waste any more time, yeah. which yeah. is quite funny. Yeah. To which Monica has a very funny line, which is, well, in that case, I wouldn't recommend Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> and that's kind of funny in a way... <laughs> Sorry, don't just poke me in the leg with a pen. Um, uh, it's funny in a way because... Um, Robin Williams is going to be in Friends as a little cameo yes. and a few things so they're talking about these Robin Williams films and actually yeah. he's going to pop up and now it's a little bit Friends through a lens that they probably wouldn't be joking about Robin Williams films being boring because there's a respect that you know, yeah that's true because he, he has this. passed away now at this point when yeah. we are recording this yeah that's true so I have a Friends through a lens on the Monica storyline okay and what I think is very, very, very interesting is I found when I watched this, I thought there was a sort of moral in it because Monica goes, this is what I should be doing. And she starts doing things like not going into work, mm-hmm. ringing in sick mm-hmm. to work to the extent that she's, we think she's risking her job here because mm-hmm. Rachel says, look, you know, they want to know you're going in today. She's coming in still drunk at eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. when Rachel's kind of trying to tidy up and, and Monica's Are you drunk? out of her I mind. I'm so drunk. <laughs> yeah. She's doing obviously the opposite to what the Monica we know would normally yeah. do. And she's feeling like this is what life's all about. This is how you should live it. And you shouldn't be responsible and boring and pay your bills when they come in and, and have a mm-hmm. job that mm-hmm. you stick to and all this sort of stuff. So, and actually, by the fact that given that fake Monica is then arrested and goes to prison, mm-hmm. the lesson is, oh, that's wrong, Monica. You know, actually, it's good to have a steady job and mm-hmm. not be so hedonistic. I would say in 2018 that what fake Monica does, apart from the fact that she steals the credit card, yep. everything else that she does is exactly the cultural aspiration of today. Ah, all right. Experiences over material goods. Okay. Being present in the moment, taking risks, do like stacking up a whole load of experiences in your life that you yeah. will either learn from or grow through doing or you will look back on at some yeah. point. Or indeed, 
in this case, all they do is they come back and tell Rachel. But in this day and age, you'd have that on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. So building up these experiences that create status, not just in the, something to write on your Facebook page, but actual social media status as well. So I just thought it was quite interesting because today it, would, it wouldn't be like, but if you live like that, you end up in prison. It would be, why aren't you living like this with your boring job? Mm. You know, it would be an aspirational thing for you to do. Mm. So I thought that was quite interesting. Wow, that's a very, very deep one. So the actual friends for a lens there is is 25 years on. It's pretty spot on. It's actually started. It's actually got its... The way that it was there was actually quite innovative for the time. It's the same as it is now. No, the opposite. Oh. Because fake moniker ends up in prison. Mm. So they're saying this, this hedonistic lifestyle of just you know, being more flexible oh, in life and great. having experiences and stuff, hmm. that ends up in a bad, gets you in a bad place. It does get you in a bad place, but the aspiration is still there, isn't it? I don't know if it is, because Monica then goes back to her normal life, doesn't she? I know she goes back to the tap And class, this, is, but... this is why this story is leaves, I, felt a, I feel a little bit empty about it in some ways, because Monica is kind of having this awakening and and I and I and I like that you know this this show is about people in their early twenties trying to find trying to find themselves and yeah. trying to have find a one life. And she's looking and going, you know, God, I am. You know, just last episode we saw her putting a tea towel under Chandler's feet because yeah. he was putting them on the sofa. You know, he, she is very a strict and regimented kind of she person. She's not a kook. She's not a kook. Uh, and so she's trying to kind of feel like wow wouldn't it be amazing if I could break through that and there is so much more to life and, and all this kind of stuff and then she goes to dance class at the end and and she is dancing like no one's watching you know she's really kind yeah. of um she's in it but it as a person there is no repercussions nothing doesn't hold on to you know she goes straight back in the next episode and forever to be exactly who she was before so she's kind of had this inspiration but it didn't really land deep with her because the character of Monica never does anything free after this in fact you do not see her get drunk until that drunk Monica again until the end of season 7 her 30th birthday yeah. surely mid, mid season 7 that's in season 7 mm. she's 26 now um no but I think it, they show it as a flashback episode. oh they do you're oh, right oh Zoe right. yes oh. <laughs> I was like no I big question yeah yeah they show it as a flashback it's a flashback episode I think she's drunk at Ross's wedding I tell you Oh, God. Because she's the perfect amount of drunk to have sex with Chandler. All right. Okay. Maybe <laughs> super drunk. But the 30th birthday episode is a flashback one because it's yeah, flashback right. to all to their all 30th birthdays. Yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so, so she doesn't... So she, all these life lessons that she's learned here, she doesn't actually do anything with. No, and, and what I'm suggesting is that that's sort of the moral of the episode. And that is that if you live this frivolous life that we would now maybe consider aspirational Mm -hmm. but at the time maybe the aspiration was to be like have a good job and be settled and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so she wouldn't end up in prison i'm saying moral maybe what i mean is there's a bit of a life lesson that they're trying to give you but i may be overthinking it ever so slightly do you like fake monica ah that's an interesting question and do you know what i think one of the reasons i've banged on about this is because i see a lot of not the fake fake moniker in the episode but the Mm. fake moniker as in the real moniker (laughs) because she's fake because she's not real oh right i see a lot of her anxieties about this in myself Mm -hmm. so maybe i'm i just found it interesting because i think those sorts of things those facing your fears going and auditioning for a broadway show or whatever 
you can I to myself sometimes think oh you know I don't do stuff that's at all risky Mm -hmm. and I aspire to I look at people who do and I maybe aspire to be more like that so I think it's touched more of a nerve with me yeah 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 yeah. do you like fake Monica uh not really I just think I quite like the sentiment behind her yeah but I mean she's pretty bad to steal someone's credit card yeah she is but I just wonder if sometimes uh like she's kind of so over the top and so yeah over pronounces things and yeah she's so super kind of um, on the high, high, high horse about what life should be. Yeah, that's I just true. feel like it's a bit. She's quite domineering, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd but, probably be like fun for a few. Yeah, to weeks go get drunk with a couple then... of times and then be like, oh god, yeah, just calm down. Let's yeah. actually, we need a bit of sort of a more structured time. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, she says, um, Monica's going saying, "Who's going to take me to the Big Apple Circus?" <laughs> and then she goes, "I had to pee. In fr- I started my day peeing in front of twenty-five women." Um, you think you've got problems with big episodes? Yeah. And I thought, in a, in a way, that's actually kind of more inspirational. Is that you know people that go through far worse things than you or st- have such bigger barriers? Like Monica has her freedom. Yeah. You know, she can do. She has a credit card and she has a freedom. She can do whatever she wants with that. And actually, um, you know, I've got a bit of a fear of prison. I'm a bit funny about prison. Oh. A bit like, yeah, I have like, I'm super fearful of it. You should stop committing all those crimes. <laughs> Stop nicking credit cards. So I would say two things to what you've just said. Mm. One, that is an excellent, excellent point. Oh. That I hadn't considered. Oh, good. That Double excellent for Adele. <laughs> that actually the life lesson here is you... <laughs> there are many, many people who do not have the privilege that you have. Mm. So appreciate you that. You have choice. Have gratitude. Yeah. The second thing is, you do understand how credit cards work, don't you? You keep saying... <laughs> She's got this credit card. She should just hammer it. It's just a piece of free plastic. You know you've got to pay it back. (laughs) You're just like, she's free. She's got a credit card. Why isn't she living in Barbados? This is why I uh, I keep getting declined for credit cards. Because I keep just (laughs) using it like this. Um, uh, What I mean by that is, of course, that... I know what you mean. She has means. She has choice. She has choice and resources, exactly. All right. Come back. Um, so, all right, so that's going on. Meanwhile, Ross, her brother, Ross, the real Ross, is having, uh, uh, issues because Marcel has started humping everything in sight. Um, and leaving... there's a brilliant joke here. Go on. Rachel's. No, no, no. When Ross explains, he says, oh, I've got to get rid of Marcel. I've got to, I've just been to the vet. Right. And I've got to get rid of Marcel. Yeah. Because he's reached a stage of sexual maturity. And Joey goes... Hey, you beat ya. That is my favourite joke of this. Oh, episode. I'm so sorry. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Oh, that's it's fine. really good. It's so good. Just yeah. the way they do it. It's just like, hey, you beat ya. Yeah. It's, it's childish, yeah. but it's funny. That was it, my runner up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, so, yeah, he's humping everything. He's got to get rid of him. And so then they kind of do this whole sort of parallel about like choosing a university, choosing a college with choosing a zoo. And how did that. Um run with you because it, it, they carry that on quite a lot don't yeah. they like oh yeah. that was our backup yeah yeah zoo yeah you've got to do it in Miami then that's just a party zoo you're only two yeah. blocks from the beach it's a party zoo how was that kind of um, striking you I felt like it was a one joke event yeah fine but actually yeah the way that they kind of kept going through it I suppose as well for me like oh, you also thinking about you know so when I watched this episode when I was young like I didn't understand that whole thing no, at all. No, no, I didn't really. And you know, I had never been drunk before. I was 
little older than a child, not quite a teenager, but like, you know, I'd never been drunk before. So there were a lot of these things in this episode that weren't kind of connecting with me. Uh, but the university one, I, I now understand what it is like to be drunk quite thoroughly. <laughs> um, but yeah, this university one still doesn't resonate. It's it's an American-specific joke as well, isn't it, I think? Like the reference points, mm. like the Miami, mm. oh, or, you know. right, okay, yeah. And Stanford was the backup zoo. I'm sure there's some... It's like, you know, there's a bit in oh. Blackadder, isn't there, where, um, oh, okay. where they talk about the searching for the German spy in Blackadder Goes Forth, and they say... He tries to trick her by saying... Did you go to one of the prestigious? Did your partner go to one of the prestigious universities, Oxford University, Oxford Cambridge Hull? Oh, and other people may not get that joke, yeah. but of course the point is only two of those are prestigious. And yeah. then they flip that again by joking. Um, uh, Melchett says, "Oh, good question, because Oxford's an absolute dump." Uh, but we did would get go that. To I did go yeah, to there Hull. You go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of those three. Yeah, the one that's <laughs> not, not prestigious. So we get that. Mm. And then with this, Maybe I think Stanford is a backup to Princeton or something. That's what or, I mean. I yeah. think there's, there's stuff going on oh, here that goes right a bit there. over okay, my head. So maybe, as well. maybe we shouldn't be too hard. And then on I get it, a bit then. sick of it. But there is a really nice bit where they um, they're discussing this in Central Park, and then it goes off to do. We go and visit some other storyline, and then it cuts back, and they're sitting on the the three boys are on the sofa in a row, mm. and they're doing the little monkey. Oh yeah, no evil, see no evil, speak no Which evil. is clever no, because. No. It's the monkey theme as well of the episode, so they're using the monkey theme. Well, that's entirely the, the reason they're doing it, right? Why else would they be doing it? Oh, because they're just, yeah, they're at a loss, aren't they? Like, it's just, they just yeah, happen yeah, but, to be at a loss in those positions. But, yeah, but of course that is the three oh. little monkeys, because oh. they're at loss over a monkey, aren't they? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Double clever. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's also clever, because I don't know if you've realised. <laughs> I'm going to give you like, an exclusive piece of insight here. It's clever because they're monkeys. That's Hi. amazing. <laughs> wow, amazing. Yeah, I really um, uh, yeah. missed that one. We so, have a... Um, yeah. Well, do we count this as a celebrity cameo? Is mm, he a celebrity? Is it Harry Shearer? Yeah. I think we're not... If, if, to me. if I have to go, mm, Harry Shearer, I don't massively... No. I, I, you know. And maybe at the time... I think these guys are... They are much more recognisable now... Yeah. ...than they probably were at the time. Do you know what's weird? Sort of two just... Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. Both two Marcel Simpsons. related. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Actually, you could argue it's three Simpsons cameos. Because yes, oh, of course, the science guy, uh, David, David, the science guy. Is also yes, you get all the major, character. all the major probably got voices, the same producers or something. All the major voices <laughs> all covered off. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Harry Shearer plays this like really sinister, yeah, owner of what is some sort of terrible circus of cruelty. Yeah, I'll put him against a blind rabbit to start. Mm. Yeah, is he violent? Is he aggressive? Mm. Um, yeah. So Ross has got to get rid of Marcel because he's too aggressive too violent is humping everything and he does get accepted to san diego and that's nice because san diego is the most famous zoo in america so oh is it yes i didn't know this yeah no it's got the most amazing um zoo like big time zoo i have actually been to san diego zoo and it is phenomenal and but they do sell marcel into a life of puppetry don't they uh what a hollywood career well yeah but oh san diego zoo do yeah 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 san diego do zoo <laughs> san diego zoo do zoo do <laughs> san diego voodoo <laughs> yeah they do uh, and then they have this so the the final moment with marcel is this ludicrously cheesy goodbye yeah at the airport when they're all... it is cheesy goodbye but it kind of falls a bit flat because they're all saying goodbye to him fine and i do quite like joey so he goes i don't know what to say to him ross he's a monkey because we'll just say how you feel marcel i'm hungry yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's and that you know and that's good as well because joey loves food but um uh they all say goodbye to him and then you know ross has a moment to say goodbye to him and it's like you know trying to 
sort of cheese it up, and then it falls a bit flat because Marcel just goes and starts humping something else, and he and Ross just goes, just take him away, just yeah. take him away. Then yeah, well, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, it's a bit weird, but it's quite realistic. In the I suppose so. They, they've anthropomorphized this monkey, grim. right? Like all the way through, Ross has been, oh, you know, he's moody, or he's, you know, we were yesterday, well, he was off with me, or whatever. Mm. You know, this, this idea they're kind of projecting onto him that he's. More has more intent in his behaviour mm-hmm. than he really does, and then at the end of the day, he's a monkey. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're trying to have this heart to heart with mm-hmm. him. He's a monkey. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna go. Yeah, and you know, good riddance. Yeah, good. Yeah, get rid of him because he's always he's always a weak link in our in our episodes. So yeah. I don't think we've ever enjoyed uh, uh, a monkey yeah. storyline with him, apart from when they're trying to find him, and that's because he's, and not, that's around. he's not there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my favourite joke was she could be you. In the tap class. Yep. Yours is... He's reached sexual maturity. Hey, you beat you. Best Who's friend? Your... Monica. Monica. Yeah. I just... Have a happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she... Well, I just... Yeah, I like the, what she goes through. I think she plays it very well. Like, you know, where she's drunk and all that sort of stuff. She's very funny. It's funny, isn't it? Because Courtney Cox at the beginning, like in the pilot, you know, she was the central character because it was her flat, her brother, her best friend... She's the central character. And then through the season, she's aimless. Yeah. She's wandered a little aimlessly, hasn't she? Yeah. And now they've kind of given her this, and it was it was, it was, was fine. But it's not... She's good in it, I think. She's good. She, yeah, she's good in it, but it's not maybe enough of a vehicle to make her... Yeah. And to bring her back into... be frank. No, that... she's Monica. <laughs> it is a while before... We do eventually get some serious Monica storyline. Um, oh, yeah. It's a little while from now. Season two, you're talking yeah. about. It's yeah, it's not in season one. Yeah. But we will yeah. have a glorious period of uh, Monica stuff to talk about. Yeah. Who was your favourite friend? Oh, Monica as well. Oh, same one. Yeah. So when you went Monica, I always said Monica, and then I sang the song. Monica, oh, Monica. I thought you were just repeating back. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, for me, for the same reasons. Yeah, yeah. Good. Well done, Monica. Oh, that's good. Oh, I, I had one other little friend through a lens. Oh, all right. It's tiny. And you, when we were just watching it, you picked up on it as well, which is Phoebe playing on a Game Boy. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you see that kind of posture from someone. You think, oh, she's on her phone. Yes. It doesn't look weird. Yes. And then you look and it's like, what is that chunky thing yeah. she's on? Yeah. Big Game Boy. Although I bet in some Shoreditch flat somewhere, mm. there's somebody playing yeah. in 2018, playing on a 90s Game Boy. And I wonder a little bit if maybe, because it's a bit weird thing for Phoebe, isn't it? Who's kind of holistic and um, hippie-ish to be playing on a Game Boy. Do you I think? wonder if it's a bit of product placement. Well, it wasn't very overt though, was it? No, just a bit weird thing. But yeah, yeah. not a phone, a Game Boy. Mm. For Flame Boy. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> was the one with fake monica so we found out who fake monica was yeah and we are now uh, fake monica's gone and we're back to standard regular real monica um next time actually monica does have something else another storyline here we go for episode and 22 she has something else to hide as well in this one yeah yeah that's true yeah there's all sort of fakings going on in this one the one with the ick factor mm, brilliant i'm looking forward to that one icky yeah so wherever it is you're listening to this podcast we'd really appreciate it if you would be so kind as to hit the subscribe button because we really like having these conversations we hope you like listening and we don't want you to miss any you can also join in with us on twitter you can find us at 
friends from A to Z in that particular social media site. And we're going to go from fakeness to ickiness next time. Do join us. That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession and you share our obsession too. We'll be there.